This is Denise Borrat Trepat. Welcome again to The Actor's Vow. This week's episode was supposed to be very different. But I couldn't just sit here and talk about Grotowski, Shakespeare, Meissner. While this space could be used to support and create awareness about what is happening right now in America and our role as artists in all this. But before we get to that, I did want to introduce the Sunday Spotlight of this week. Her name is Stephanie Miller and she is an actor, singer, voiceover actress and most importantly, she's a life coach for actors. She has created a business called the Soul Biz of Showbiz in which she helps actors balance their life with their careers. She is also offering a free 30-minute goal coaching session with her to all the listeners of The Actor's Bell. Just message her on Instagram, send her a DM at the soulbiz of showbiz. She also has a personal account. It's at pocketful of fears. I am so excited for you guys to read the interview on Sunday with her. She gives amazing advice on how to balance life right now as actors during COVID-19 and quarantine and really good self-care tips that I think will be really helpful for you. Now, having said that, let's start with the topic of this week, which is an artist's social responsibility. I want to start by talking about the power of art. Art has been feared by some people that are in power all through history. Art has been used all through history for social injustice and to create change. The reason for that is because art connects with us in many levels. Art can connect with us through facts, through ideas, and the most important one, emotions. And that is a very powerful tool that we cannot take for granted. That's the reason why through history, artists have been banned, attacked, imprisoned. We have examples like writers, like Marquis de Sade, James Joyce, Homer with the Odyssey, Hemingway, musicians like Bob Dylan, Sex Pistols, playwrights like Aristophanes, George Bernard Shaw, painters like Michelangelo, Edouard Manet, they all had something to say that was not benefiting the political scene of those times. And because they said it, because their works were banned and criticized. That is one of the reasons why change happened. Now that censorship wants to keep us away from the truth. But it's the work of an artist to know that we must hear the truth. That we as humanity have the ability to make the right choice. Because no civilization has ever been destroyed because they knew too much truth or because they were too educated. All the contrary, that's how we have gotten to the moment we are now. 
And that's how we will get to a place where there is no racism or discrimination of any kind. We artists, especially actors, writers, musicians, we have words. And these words can create a bridge between what is kept in the dark and shed light to it. And these words have a deep meaning. And of course, so do actions and inactions and silences. We artists expose those things. We expose the things that are dark, that are taboo, that are lies, and that bother some people because of that. That bother some people that fear that their status quo that works for them will be crumbled. But artists are not afraid to show the ugly. That's our job. Artists inspire change and challenge this status quo just by showing. And this is when tyrants who want power, who want control, find themselves attacking art. The artist's job is to get in touch with the dark places of the soul and shed light there. So as you see, we have a very powerful tool that has always been in hand with injustice. We have a responsibility and that's not a responsibility to cure anything or bring happiness or make humanity better. I mean, those are byproducts. But our responsibility is to tell the truth, to tell the story, to make humans feel and think. And most importantly, to create safe spaces and opportunities where people who would usually not interact can meet one another, where people that usually don't have a voice and don't have a platform can have it. We can create meetings and spaces that create more meetings and more spaces that are stimulating an environment of growth and education. Think about it. Anne Bogart says that creating art is the most radical thing you can do in a society where thoughts and words are feared. Inarticulate people are not dangerous to the system. Words are dangerous and they can be powerful. Art can be powerful. And before you do any work as an artist, you have to ask yourself, does this agree with my truth? Do I believe this? If the answer is no, burn it. Like, why are you doing this? <laughs> if you are in the arts for money or fame or whatever other reason that does not align with making this a better community and telling the truth, find another job. If you want to say, look at me, instead of look at this, you are here for the wrong reasons. It is not your fault that you grew up not being educated on social justice issues. It is not your fault that you grew up with privilege. But it is your fault now as an adult if you are choosing not to educate yourself on these issues because the information is out there. It is your fault if you are turning your face to this and staying neutral. 
because there is no excuse as an actor slash artist if you are not informed and educated. If you don't want to go out there and find the truth and find insight and be open and be ready because it's your obligation and responsibility to study, to observe, to see the world through different lenses. And if you think this does not concern you, you are so wrong. If you're being neutral in these cases, you're missing the main point about being an artist. If you think this is not your place to act, aren't you part of this thing we call humanity? Like, don't you benefit from society? Don't you understand that change has never happened from a place of inaction? Don't you understand that you have a very powerful tool in your hands? This is a place of community. Art, especially theater and the performing arts, have always supported and we have always created safe spaces where no one was doing it. And we need to understand that this is the time that we stand together. And we need to understand that, like we have seen through history, the government not only benefits from ignorance, but mostly benefits from separation and hate among us. This is a moment to look around, educate yourself on the narrative that's being told and understand why it is that way. Understand why they want us to believe what they want us to believe. This is a moment to stop labeling and to stop hating and a moment to remind ourselves the root of the problem. A moment to show that together we are more powerful. A moment to show that we are bigger than what they want us to believe. That we have more power than what they want us to believe. We are more powerful than those lies and we are more powerful than separation and we will not fall for their old narratives of hatred and segregation. This is a moment in which we have to show that it is up to us to do the work, that we will stand for the side of justice. This is the moment where we, as artists especially, have to show up. This is the moment where we show that we artists have no place for discrimination based on race, sexuality, gender, or whatever it is. Because right now, it's the black community that is being faced with injustice. But when we see another social issue, when we see injustice, we will also act on it. So now it's the moment, especially for white artists, to create this safe space I was talking about for black artists, to create this platform for them to step and be able to tell their story, to support, to listen, to educate ourselves, to educate everyone around us, because this starts from the inside. You can repost as much as you want on social media. You can write hashtag Black Lives Matter as much as you want. But if you don't do the work inside, if you don't start the conversation, if you don't take action, things will not change long term. 
There is a need for action now, and that can be in the form of donations, of signing petitions, of starting conversations, of giving space, of listening, of supporting, of creating a space where diversity is always encouraged. Read books about racism. Read plays written by black playwrights. Do as much as you can to educate yourself, educate everybody around you. Take responsibility and please, especially if you are an artist and you are not being an Ollie in this situation, reconsider why you do what you do. And please use your power to create justice. Having said that, I want to bring the play of the week. This week, I wanted to bring Top Dog, Underdog by Susan Laurie Parks. She is a black female playwright. I read this play freshman year of college. To be honest, I don't think I understood it. I was born and raised in Spain. And when I got to America, racism was very foreign to me. And when I got here, I didn't understand really everything that was being said in the media or everything that I was hearing about racism and social injustice. Of course, after a few years here now, I have reread this play and understood it a little bit more than I did the first time. We always have to keep educating ourselves. And the best way is reading and educating yourself through the works of those who are suffering the injustice. And yes, I will never understand exactly what this is, but at least I can educate myself on it. This play was written in 2001 and it won a Pulitzer Prize. It's an incredible play about racism, about poverty, work, women. It's an incredible play with only two characters that I think will impact you if you haven't read it yet. And if you have, read it again. It has two characters. So if we're looking at the technical aspect of it, yes, you can use it for scene study. It would also be amazing for that. And this will be it for this week. I really encourage you to use this time to also listen. Yes, to take action, but listen. To learn, to be open, and to understand that you can be wrong, and that's okay. But it's your responsibility as an actor to want to find that truth. I encourage you to find art from black artists, read plays, see movies, read books, whatever you need to do to shed light to this. And I encourage you to approach this with love and hope for a better tomorrow. Hate will not bring out hate. Darkness will not bring out darkness. Only light can remove darkness. Thank you so much for joining me on another episode of The Actor's Vow. If you don't already, 
subscribe on iTunes and leave a review. You can follow The Actors Vow on social media on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube. And thank you so much again for being here. This community will always be a safe space for everybody.